0: Welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Okay, part two of the topic of anger. In this episode, I will be talking about addressing what can be done. Once anger is there, what can your child do to better manage their anger? All right, let's jump in. Interventions. Tip time. Okay, so when I'm working with someone who struggles to monitor and manage their anger, I introduce the idea of like three different types of fires. Thinking of anger as the fire and doing a little assessment about the size of the fire. So is this particular fire a small fire, medium fire or large fire? The reason I do this is well, appraisal is always good. It takes a break from the moment. You have to go up into that prefrontal cortex and think about the size of this. And another reason I do this is because I think in order to manage the anger, manage the fire, you have to know how big it is. How big is the situation? How dysregulated are you? Okay, so for those small fires where your youth notices they're a little angry. Remember, maybe they're, 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 they're breathing faster, a little shallow, clench their fists a little bit. But it's a smaller fire. They caught it small. What can you do to manage a small fire? First idea, four rounds of the four, seven, eight breath. I've shared this before. Inhale through your nose for the count of four. Hold for a count of seven. While holding the breath for a count of seven, you're identifying the emotion. So in this case, it would be, I am feeling angry. I'm experiencing the emotion of anger. Then you're exhaling forcibly out of the mouth for a count of eight. Four rounds of the four, seven, eight breath will usually take care of those small fires. Next tip or intervention for small fires— Focus on the sensation in your toes. You do this at home. Try it right now. Can you feel maybe some tingling in your toes? Can you feel a bit of heat? Maybe you notice they're cold. The whole point being in this exercise is, if you're in your toes, you can't be in your woes. Sorry, I had to do that. Okay, what's next for the small fire? Be a detective. Encourage Your child to be a detective. What emotion did you miss? What do you think was the primary emotion? We've arrived at anger. I know I'm angry right now. But I'm going to take a minute and think about how I got here. That is to say, what was the primary emotion that I was not aware of or acknowledge? Okay, so those are just some ideas for when your young person encounters a small fire. A small bit of anger. Category two, medium fire. Maybe we've got to step things up here a little bit. What can you do for a medium fire? Okay, cold water on the face. Go to the restroom, go to the kitchen, someplace with a sink, splash cold water on your face. If your child is open to this this cold idea, get them one of those those, uh, cold gel masks. Keep one of those in the freezer. With all of these cold efforts, the main part of your body that you want to get cold is around the eyes and forehead. What this does is it cues your mammalian diving reflex, which is a reflex that all mammals have. And it actually gets triggered when our faces are put in cold water. Remember, don't go too cold. Hey, with all of this, with the cold stuff, please consult with your doctor. So what this diving reflex does is it activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which calms us down. And this exercise will drop your heart rate. It is a quick way to crank down the physiology of anger in our bodies. What else for a medium fire? Five minutes of intense exercise. Sprint, run in place, air squats, pull-ups, push-ups. Can't do five minutes, do two minutes. Exercise can be great because it can release some of that tension in the body. And it also releases endorphins, which will make them feel better. The next thing that you can do for a medium fire, progressive muscle relaxation. Plenty of apps to get on your phone, on your iPad, look up on YouTube how to do progressive muscle relaxation. But it's some form of you tense up you know, your toes for five seconds. And then release for five seconds. And notice the difference in the sensations. Especially pay close attention to the sensations once you release. So you just kind of work your way progressively up the body. Starting the toes and your feet and the calves and the thighs. Up the body. This is a great thing to do for medium fires. And finally, what do you do with a large fire? A large blaze of anger. Well, get out. Just as in if you encountered a large fire in your house, I hope you're not grabbing a little fire extinguisher, trying to put it out with water. No, you encounter a large fire, you get out of the house. When anger is in a large form of of rage, of blaze, you must get away from the thing that is making you so angry. So, go for a walk. Remove yourself from the situation. You have to know when the anger is too large. It's way too large for four, seven, eight breaths, or grounding exercises, or anything else like that. It's time to leave so you don't say or do something that you will regret. I once met an older gentleman while waiting for a bus um, at the airport, and he told me, He'd been married for 65 years. I asked him what his secret was, and he responded with a walk around the block. He went on to say that any time in his relationship with his wife, that he thought he was going to say or do something that he would regret, he would grab his jacket, tell his wife he loved her, and that he was headed out for a walk. I love that so much. Think about it. Think about all the good things built into that. walk around the block. All the wonderful ingredients in that. You've got exercise, moving your body, bilateral stimulation. You are in the outdoors, breathing in fresh air. And a huge important ingredient of that walk around the block, a huge part of that that usually gets overlooked, is that it takes time. And in that time, he was not saying or doing something that would damage the relationship. I believe it's Eckhart Toll who says that where there's anger, there's always pain underneath. If you as a parent can use curiosity in the form of active listening to listen to, to truly hear what pain your child is feeling or has felt in the past, you will allow them To not just become aware of that specific pain, but help them to begin to process that pain. If the pain is acknowledged and felt by our youth, they will be much less likely to need to jump into anger. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.